Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Exploring the Whole with me, Thomas, and sitting next to me is Gabriella. Um, this is a little project that we're doing for ourselves, but actually one of the things that worries you, Gabriella, is that it's just us here talking for an audience of ourselves. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 an interesting thing for me to do this right now, and I will definitely probably when this is out, I'm like not sleeping or something because um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm used. I am talking a lot and about a lot of you know various topics from from very casual to very I don't know inappropriate uh, with my friends but when it comes to like general society I am way more used to being kind of neutral um, I mean in my own opinion a little bit invisible even though Thomas you said that that was not the impression for you um, and yeah and for me just now very weird that we are talking and I am kind of in the safe environment with like a person that I know and trust, but at the same time, somebody will hear it. And like, what if I offend somebody or like, what if, I don't know, like I'm so used, I'm used to like reading the room. I'm used to seeing a person's face and, uh, you know, hearing his voice and or hers and seeing the reactions and hear whatever we are going to talk about. It's just us, and then it's just somewhere in the world, basically, for somebody else's judgment. I don't know, it's just, it is scary for me, but um, but I'm also doing it kind of on purpose, because I think that it's, I have a little bit too much of this good girl syndrome, that I'm afraid to do anything controversial, or like show too much of myself or whatever, and I mean, world is not that scary, I hope. So let's do like it. a pandemic on. It is a it, it's a pretty scary world, you know. Let's face it. <laughs> but um, this is kind. Of, this is uh, maybe something that you can expect to hear. We're going to be talking about feelings. We're going to be talking about how we are as people. We're going to be talking about why why it is we're doing a podcast, and that is effectively going to be the topic, at least of this first part of the first program. You know, I guess that's basically our conversations. We yes. talk uh, about a situation. For five minutes, we talk about what happened, and then for half an hour, we reflect on it. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> exactly. We are we are sort of verbal overthinkers. You'll be able to see <laughs> see the cogs turning in our minds as we tear our psyches and our egos and our ids apart. The question, though, I'd like to say, I, I, I do want to challenge that because you say you you, you try to be anonymous, um, or you try to sort of you know fade into the the background, but. Isn't that what basically everybody does? Well, yes, and that's why it's safe. I see. Okay. <laughs> so you, you think that this is dangerous? Actually, it is. Um, like, I, I, I don't remember if I already used this phrase or not, but I am now kind of contemplating this so-called good girl syndrome. I mean, there are, you know, parents doing different things to, to both genders, but I guess it is um, particularly common uh, to be raised as a good girl in a way that, you know, don't be shy, don't speak up too much, be polite, uh, don't offend anybody, you know, and, and be friendly, be nice, look cute, and so on, so on, so on. And then at some point, if you want to go a little bit further away from this uh, stereotype, it's just like, I don't know, your inner voice is saying, like, what are you doing? Something bad will happen. Because at least the way I was brought up, I was brought up with a lot of, like, um, threats is too strong of a world, uh, word, because it's also, you know, um, not my native language, but, like, 
that something bad will happen. Like I, I grew up with a lot of fear always. Like my, my uh, parents go to solution was kind of scare me, threaten me about that something bad will happen if I don't behave. And I do have fears. And I am, like I said, scared right now when literally nothing is happening. I'm sitting in a, you know, flat, cozy in front of an Apple device. Who would have known that exploring the hole could be so dangerous? But <laughs> I question so so were you raised religiously somehow or were you catholic mm, not particularly actually the religious part was the better part because um even though i'm not like catholic but uh, i have a certain like belief system that that kind of gets me through um yeah but that wasn't that wasn't the problem i was never like uh, threatened that god will punish me or kick my ass straight to hell that was not it it was more that like you know what if somebody will attack you on the street what if somebody don't like you what if somebody don't i don't know hire you or whatever something like that um anyway but um enough about me at least for 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 a second um so how how do you feel about it are you excited i mean i know that you have some experience in journalism and that's one of the reasons why you wanted to do this yes i'm a frustrated journalist i <laughs> i i like the sound of my own voice i think i'm reasonably intelligent i did actually go to oxford university <laughs> i do i do pull this out at every opportunity i've managed to survive 13 minutes without mentioning it so far <laughs> the um I, I, I really do like the idea, the concept, actually, of exploring the whole having, documenting the ridiculous conversations that we have sometimes while drunk. Because, I don't know, at the time I've... Not always drunk. Always, really? You've got, a bottle of, you've got a glass of vodka in front of you right now. Actually, an empty glass. Do you want some more? Actually, now that you said that, I don't think that they ever met you outside of work. And we didn't drink. Also, there were a couple of times at work, but yeah. <laughs> after we'd finished our, our work. Um, so welcome back. I just poured uh, Gabriella more, uh, more vodka. But you were talking about in the discussion before how little you post on social media normally. And uh, this podcast is, is, is different. How, how do you see it as being different? So that is quite interesting. You see, I always... Um... So especially until like I was uh, 14, I was extremely um, introverted, I'm sorry. And um, yeah, and I was really shy and so on. And there is still a good part of me that feels like that, just that I maybe learned uh, a little bit to to mask it. But I always kind of admired people. For me, just so nice, so admirable, so cute when somebody just comes and starts telling their stories like I never have the guts to do that I usually like more even even in the podcast like this is some of the background I told Thomas please ask me questions because if you ask me an open question and I have to just talk I get completely confused like I'm not not really used to it but I always admired people that are just so trusting to some extent of course I'm not talking about like extremes because I, I guess we all met people in our lives that are just really annoying and they don't react hello <laughs> to your body language or your face uh, showing that it's too much uh, but this is just general you know like being relaxed around people not to have this fear like what will they think and just talk about stuff i i always wanted to be that i always wanted to do that and of course there are other ways 
but I guess social media is just kind of very up in your face medium and by now I'm kind of okay I mean to be honest really I, I don't really think about it just that I'm not active there but like in my teenage years I was very anxious I would post a picture I would overthink it I would count the likes and I would just be like oh my god you know what if what if there's something that somebody will not like even if I don't I mean I would be even afraid to write a description about a photo. Most of the photos I ever posted in my life was just a photo because I simply didn't come up with anything like witty or interesting to say, which is just so ridiculous, you know, because there are so many people that they just go somewhere, take 50 pictures, upload 30 of them and, you know, and then their mom likes it and they're happy about it. My mom likes everything <laughs> I do on Facebook. But the, 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 uh, the, the, the approach I've got is a little bit different. Um, so I do post a little bit on, on social media. However, the things I post are quite specific. I, it's, it's normally some political thing, something that I'm annoyed about. And um, in doing so, it, you, you start a conversation about that particular topic sometimes, yeah. if people respond. Um, what we're going to do here, obviously, is a little bit different because we want to do like half an hour, 40 minutes per episode. And we're going to explore topics. We're, we're not going to have a single message necessarily. We're not going to have something that, uh, not a single sort of post that we want to um, convey to our audience. Um, I definitely appreciate your feedback but it's not going to be any, I, I imagine it's not going to be feedback about the whole um, program. You might just find one or two uh, topics that you find interesting. And then we have a conversation on that basis and maybe feed that into future episodes. But So it's, it's going to be like a, a diatribe. It's going to be a, uh, a long text that you otherwise, if you were to see a transcript of this on Facebook, you'd scroll <laughs> past because you think they're a crazy person. <laughs> but we'll be doing it in a nice way, an interesting way, and um, maybe just make you think, or even just help you turn off. Maybe my soothing voice will help you <laughs> go to sleep. Yeah, I guess um, I just want, I, I just hope that this is going to be something that is not a chit-chat. You know, I don't, um, and also we are past past the stage in our friendship where we would chit chat. So We're also far too drunk to be doing chit chat. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, like, just I don't know. I think that people should just be more vulnerable with each other. And um, yeah, I just you know, I am I am working on a lot of my fears, also like my physical ones, like fear of heights or fear of darkness or anything like that. And why not also? just to share and maybe somebody's going through something similar and can relate and you know you have a fear of darkness you're afraid of the dark um to be honest i'm more afraid um of being attacked in the street oh, Again, the street. oh, oh so at night okay so so yeah. you're not afraid I, ha I have a basement as i have mentioned <laughs> um so maybe we could do a an episode from the basement in the dark to be honest, if I was there alone, I would be freaking out. So I guess. So you'd be more freaked out alone than you would be with me down there. Well, after this question, yes, I don't exactly. know anymore. Precisely. I think maybe you should be. I've got like bolt cutters and stuff like that. I've got the. I've got uh, duct tape. Um, I have uh, cable ties. I have you know the sort of kidnappers' toolkit down there. I'm aware. Yeah. yeah. Fair <laughs> enough. Good. 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 I. I... I do hope that means there's any of you that you, any of those that know me, 
will want to come and visit me at some point. <laughs> or maybe I'm just trying to keep you all away. <laughs> so, you know, even though this is kind of a generic, almost chit-chat question, but um, maybe you should tell us something about yourself in a way like what are... What topics interest you or whatever, because then our listeners can just know maybe better what to expect, because I think that we both have a variety of interests and some of them, you know, collide and some of them not. And yeah, maybe just uh, mm. kind of cool. I am mildly autistic. Um, so my That's interest, your interest. Indeed. Well, uh, and my interests <laughs> might not interest you. However... Um, one thing, and it is very much associated with uh, my, my very, very mild autism, is that uh, people have never really come naturally to me. I've never naturally understood people. However, that has encouraged me to actively study them. And I do find people very interesting. And in my study of people, I realized uh, a little while ago that I didn't actually really know myself that well either. And I have started studying myself. And those are similar, but very different things. It's very difficult to actually study oneself. And this is something that you will probably be hearing a little bit about in the coming episodes, months, years, however long <laughs> we can be bothered to do this. Yeah. Fair enough. And... Uh, what what are your interests? Mm, I feel like I have too long of a list now because <laughs> I actually wanted to mention few and you only mentioned one one. But I mean, to some extent, yeah. I guess I guess this is kind of the key why we get along because I would also say that generally people interest me the most, but like not on a level of gossip, but on a level of like a social phenomena. Kind of like how we all, you know, are just born and then we grow up and then we have to start creating our own relationships in every possible meaning, like work, uh, romantic, uh, sexual, friendships, whatever. And just how people, how people interact with each other. I really find it fa fascinating. And also, as you already mentioned, um, this amateur in psychology. So yeah, like I, I, I do read a lot of it. I do read a lot of books, watch, I'm pretty much, that's that's my main free time activity. If I'm just at home, then I'm either listening to a podcast or to an audiobook or something of that kind with about some kind of psychological topic. I'm also about to start studying it this autumn. So that's um, really something that I'm looking forward. Yeah, on a more like, uh, I don't know, outside level. So not, not what I'm just thinking about, but what I'm doing. So... Um, I really like to travel, I like to do sports, I like to have some kind of experiences in a way, you know, like this, um, I hope it's a phrase, like do, do how Romans do when in Rome, something like that. When in Rome, do as the Romans do. I'm not even sure if I'm interpreting it right, but what I'm trying to say is that I just really like to go to places and do stuff that locals do or like oh, just... So you're not suggesting that Romans all do podcasts? No, I'm not suggesting that. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know. I just kind of, I see, I don't know, maybe this is a very privileged uh, point of view, but I kind of see life as like a big catalog of experiences. And that's just, you know, what you're going to make of it. And therefore, I really want to 
I don't know, both like just in, you know, personal level, like relationships and so on, but also uh, on going somewhere, doing something maybe more extreme. So, for example, at the moment I am uh, trying to try out the things that I was always afraid of. So um, in the in the last half a year, I tried surfing, I tried snowboarding, I had some experiences with height and yeah, I know the social fear. So for example, this is kind of like, I always just find something how to interest myself about my own life. And I guess this is now the main topic, if you want, like conquering all kinds of fears. So we took a quick pause. And in that time, uh, Gabriella was quite concerned that she was talking a lot more than me. Now, anybody who knows me will know I do talk a lot and I enjoy talking and I talk a lot of bullshit. But so far in the recording, Gabriella has actually been saying more. Calm the fuck down. (laughs) It's okay. Well, to be fair, this is not our first um, recording. We already had the first episode, but there we had the horrible skills and horrible quality. So that's why... And complete lack of any kind of preparation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why we are re-recording it. But at the same time, it's also very weird because we kind of already talked about it. Just it was like tables completely turned because that one was basically Thomas talking for 25 minutes and I'm talking for five. Well, this is the thing. I, I, I also, and you mentioned this, I don't know if it was while recording, but I also have this sort of, I don't want to talk about the same things twice. I entertain myself when I'm telling a story Mm. and if I've heard my story okay my memory's not very good but um, if I've heard it in the past you know week or two then it's not interesting to me and I'm I'm not going to invest the not insignificant energy I put into it in telling the story but um, I've also forgotten what I said in the last time maybe I should just go back and Mm. listen to the the very bad quality pilot that you will never hear, um, unless like we're really famous and or, <laughs> or, or I don't know. Can you use OnlyFans to sell blooper reels? Is that yeah. what OnlyFans is there for? I don't even know what that means. But you don't know OnlyFans? It's, no. it's, it's it's the people with the Twitter, the Twitter, and on the Twitter they they say you know you can you can be you can be like a patron or you can sponsor people on OnlyFans and it's it's normally attractive young women that's actually quite interesting because um th- again I don't know why but this podcast happened to be so much about social media mm. but actually Twitter is one of the social media that never found uh, its place in Lithuania so I I don't have an account. I never use it. I only see a post if somebody directly sends it to me. Okay. Well, I can say that your country has definitely missed out on the significant mm-hmm. contribution that Twitter has made to democracy recently. It's definitely, you know, <laughs> you're, you're definitely missing out. Yeah, we are more concentrated on Facebook somehow. <laughs> okay, that's not necessarily better. Although, actually, is, is, is Facebook... Um, because one thing I've noticed is that, that, that young people aren't on Facebook Mm-mm. You know, um, Facebook is basically our generation and older. Um, I used to work for a, an educational software company, and um, the one with the porn or no, 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 no <laughs> children in this case, no porn, <laughs> really no porn, no porn. But um, that's something that we talked about in the next. Yes, exactly. Episode. Yes, <laughs> teaser. 
Um, but yes, before I, before I, I did it, actually no, it was after. It was actually after I, I, I worked for a company that dealt with porn. Appropriately enough, um, I was in my next job sent into schools to talk to children because um, they were researching um, for upcoming you know, products that they wanted to develop. And one of the things I was tasked to do was to find out what um, what kind of social media usage these seven and eight-year-old children, what they were doing. And many of them, even though the minimum age, I understand, for a Facebook account is 13, almost all of them had a Facebook account, but they hated it because those accounts were created by their parents. Wait, wait, but they were like, how old you said? Up to 10 years? At seven or eight. Seven actually. or eight, so oh, actually okay. quite, quite young. Uh, but they hated being, they didn't use Facebook, even though their parents would sort of hold it out to them as a prospect of something, you know, as a, as a, as a, a gift or, or something that would be nice to do. Um, but they hated it because their parents had complete and total control. The parents created the accounts, the parents had the passwords, the parents would go through their messages and keep an eye on them to make sure they're not being, you know... Which is, rude. I mean, I guess when you are so that age, I guess it's kind of fair. Uh, I'm not sure. Yes, but that meant that the children instead were forming their own social networks and instead they were playing, they were interacting with each other on Minecraft. So the cool kid, oh. the cool kid in the class, and there were several of them, um, would be the one that hosted the Minecraft server for that particular class. And, you know, uh, that person wielded a great deal of power they could throw out anyone they didn't like or uh, and the parents um didn't recognize that actually they were using this as a way to socialize with one another um to talk to another to chat with one another whereas the parents thought they were just playing a game and mm, exactly okay. exactly and you now see this that's uh, the young people the zoomers the generation z zeds or z or is know. it Zoomers? Yes, I think it's Zoomers, yes. The full name? Maybe you're mixing with Boomers. No, no, it's like it's a play on Boomers, but also that we all have to see each other with Zoom and all that stuff, I suspect. All right. Yes. Um, they have uh, been using TikTok a lot. Um, so it's basically big. TikTok is very big with children and with lesbians, I've noticed. Or maybe that's just the people I follow. Mm -hmm. It's also the people you follow, Gabby. It's also the people I follow. Yes, yes indeed. Good, good. I've seen, so, I've seen, I've seen your for you page, and um, also uh, sort of people engaging in Korean pop star communities, and and, and quite famously. That's now, only for you, like your for you page. I don't have that. No, no, not on TikTok, but more right. generally. And these are the these are the kids who are working together to to troll the Trump campaign right now. Um, so going around all around the world, booking tickets for the rallies that they had no intention of going to, and that's the reason why. But you know, actually, what you said now kind of got me thinking. So, for example, with our generation, right, we started using um, Facebook, and our parents came there like exactly. ten years after. And it got crazy racist, and we all left for Instagram. Not even for Instagram, I guess. But uh, yeah, but now, you know, since I uh, find a great pleasure in TikTok, because I know 
that there are a lot of jokes and that like people shouldn't do it but like i i just really like it and i only found it out um like two months ago or something in corona already uh but there are a lot of jokes about you know how it was like you say the zoomers um generation thing and now all the uh, millennials like people in their early 30s also are coming there and posting but and I'm actually curious how it's going to develop w- with the latest social trends, because, you know, I think that with us and our parents, it was the case that, like, they just simply didn't know how to use it. But we all do know how to use social media, but we are just very irrelevant for that age group. That is true. And actually, um, if you look on the uh, the comments uh, to the videos on TikTok, it'll more often than not be the Zoomers taking the piss out of the uh, millennials saying, ooh, you're worried you're not going to be able to buy a house. Ooh, you mm-hmm. know, you, you, avocado on toast eating bastards. Um, but the... Uh, I, I don't know. You say you say we know how to use social media. I don't think we have the right to say that because new social new forms of social media will come along, and at first, people you, you, we won't understand it. Yeah, but I'm not saying that like you create necessarily good content or that like you become like known there, not in that regard, but as in that like we just have the basic set of skills to use a computer and a smartphone. Mm. And it's not that like, you know, like my, my, my parents and your parents, this is the same generation, basically, you know, sometimes they don't know how to, I don't know, like delete a picture or something like something that looks really simple for us so unless the technology makes like a giant leap and we are not no longer able to follow then we are probably going to be able to use it i don't know i i have to say i do get the impression and i'm sure my mother is listening to this uh, and i'm addressing her very directly i do sometimes think that she uses technical issues as a reason to get in contact with me because she misses me and that's Ooh. cool that's fine i i i don't mind the fact that she misses me and i don't think it's like uh you know mom you're listening to this definitely but it's okay you call me i'm not complaining but i don't doubt that if she were unable to call me that she'd work it out on her own it's yeah, like, my mom is super big on Facebook. Mm. I mean, not super big, as in that, you know, she's not an influencer or anything, but, like, she and her friends are, like, having all kinds of groups and, like, mm. secret groups and so on and talking about their stuff. Um, they literally have one that says, like, cat, wine, and man or something like that. And just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so it, is, it is... But it's also interesting for me because, like, so she is, like, an absolute pro on Facebook... And yet she is afraid to use a navigation, you know, like it's, this is, this podcast is not meant to shit on our moms or on our parents' generation, but I'm just like, at least not this episode, at least not this episode. Yeah. But I'm just like, I'm just curious how this exactly works, you know, because like, I feel like those, like the way the older generation uh, learns technology is that like, they literally learn it like app by app but mm. not as a bigger picture that basically if you know how to use one app you know how to use all the apps that is that is true i guess we do pick up a little bit of you know more of the design cues and uh, we know that a three horizontal lines in the corner of the screen means there's something you can tap and get a, a menu which is honestly not um not obvious you know it's it's 
not well, intrinsically yeah, yeah. communicated. It sounds like this little uh, circle with a little eye that says information. You know, like not any of those yeah. like well-known symbols. It's basically a new symbol that is just on the internet. Indeed, I I, I do get that a little bit, but I I I don't know. I suspect that maybe when they were younger the technology they had access to was more specialized and if they did the wrong thing they could break it i think maybe that is something that instilled a certain sense of apprehension um because if you, you know, with a tape player if you put uh, if you put it in the wrong way or, or didn't take care of the heads the tape would get tangled and your music would be destroyed yeah yeah and it's not something that really, you know, unless you have a faulty device, but you don't really have control over that yourself. We have um, grown up with technology that basically just works. Unless the device is faulty, it just works. Yeah. Whereas they had devices which had a, f you know, would destroy things on a regular basis anyway, even if it was perfect. So... Um, maybe that's or maybe i don't know old people tell us <laughs> you know tell us tell us why you are so afraid of technology what do you think will go <laughs> wrong if you press the start button at the same time you say that we're doing this for us and that we will not have that many listeners and yet you talk to the imaginary I'm audience to my very mom. i'm talking to ah. my mom she, 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 okay. i'm sorry okay. for calling you an old person but you are now over 60 and let's face it that's fairly old i'm over 30 now so i'm middle -aged. you're digging the hole instead of exploring it i'm digging and exploring it and i'm finding my mom obviously <laughs> okay so i guess i mean that there was a short intro about us uh, there was a short intro about why we're doing this and, and then we totally drifted into some other topic and now we have 40 minutes of content and i think that <laughs> we, we are good <laughs> so thank you very much for listening i've been thomas you've been yes is that how you say it in exactly. i have been yes exactly it's like at the end of those 1970s tv shows ah well i have been gabriella then good and we've enjoyed talking in front of you Goodbye. Au revoir. <laughs>